Greetings, peasants. I mean, hello, brave warriors, noble adventurers, and devious dungeon masters. Welcome back to the Knights and Nerds podcast. This is Tim. I'm the dungeon master, and I want to say thanks very much for listening to this. It's been a little while, but here is episode six of the Faerun 4 campaign. And here's the thing. We get into a big encounter in this uh, episode, and I get maybe a little bit more excited than I normally do, and I swear a lot. So just a heads up, uh, there's a lot of curse words in this episode, most of them coming from me. I do want to say thanks to Will Evans, who left us a very nice recommendation on Facebook. Uh, thanks, Will. Very much appreciated. And we'll also join the Patreon. And Will, we will get you your proper like group shout out the very next time that we record. Promise. I also want to thank someone who left us a review on iTunes. DM Kid said that he found this podcast helpful and addictive. And if I did start out with this podcast with one goal, it was to make sure that whoever started it would not be able to stop. Seriously, though, thank you very much for leaving that uh, review. It really means a lot. Okay, so something else that happens in this episode is uh, we strike upon a weird joke that we thought was funny at the time, and I still laugh at it. Um, it's a joke involving actress Laura Dern. Uh, you may know her from Jurassic Park, and she's probably been in other stuff. But anyways, there's a hobgoblin in here named Dern, and we're like, Laura Dern? And at some point, uh, Katie asks for somebody with artistic ability to draw Laura Dern as a hobgoblin. And as I was editing this and listening back to it, I was like, you know what? I really do want to see that. So I'm going to put up $25, uh, a $25 gift card of some variety. I don't know where yet. Uh, probably Nerdy Chicken because they're our, our go-to and they're, you know, they have an awesome online shop for RPG stuff. So yeah, let's say it. 25 bucks to Nerdy Chicken, $25 gift card to whoever can do the best artistic rendering of Laura Dern as a hobgoblin or as a cobgoblin. Uh, Tom accidentally says, you know what, I don't want to ruin the surprise, but we get into a little bit of a corn thing at some point. And uh, it's just because, I don't know, maybe I've been working at my day job too much and it's destroyed part of my brain that would normally tell me that this is a stupid thing to do to offer money to a drawing of Laura Dern as a hobgoblin. But you know what? Uh, can't put the toothpaste back in the tube, so um, even though I could just stop recording what I'm saying now and edit it all out, and no one would be the wiser. Nope, not going to do it. Uh, so yeah, what do you got? Want to see Laura Dern, actress Laura Dern, as a hobgoblin. Not the hobgoblin from Spider-Man, but a hobgoblin, the humanoid monster uh, from D&D. And you know what? I guess we'll have until uh, the next Faerun Four episode comes out. So about a month. Again, I'm 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 a silly person, and this is a dumb thing to do. But uh, I'm really curious just to see what happens. So, yeah. All right, let's rejoin the adventuring party. Me, Candace, Katie, and Matt, otherwise known as Hugo, 
Thorn, Hella, and Castan, or Castan. Either pronunciation is correct. All right, you filthy adventurers. <laughs> Do you know where you left off last time? Hobgoblins! Just goblin hob all day. Goblin and hob. That's a good point. It's a new comic hops? strip that you're going to start. Aww. <laughs> That'd be so cute. I would definitely Both would not mind a refresher. Time. I don't remember it a whole ton. We fought some goblins. We terrified a community of goblins and bur- busted our way into, I think, a communal goblin living space. Uh, and they were rightfully f- afraid of us. And they they fled. And then we, we, we set eyes on a different type of enemy. And that's where we stopped. Genuinely. Was yeah, this one what I goblins. wasn't here for? I don't know. You haven't oh missed any. Oh. Okay. Okay. One of the goblins. My brain just sucks. Yeah, you had been in that, uh, you know, you had been in the hallways and you had basically fought a couple goblins right at the entrance of the room. If you remember, you put down like a grease pile and lit it on fire. Uh, The trap was uh, somewhat effective. Um, But once you dispatched those four goblins and and walked into the next room, yeah, you had that, the big living space set out in front of you. The grease Um, fire. Because you had killed the four goblin warriors. Yeah. As, as you had killed the four goblin warriors, you saw a bunch of commoners, probably about 20 or so goblins, uh, children in tow, grabbing up stuff and trying to flee out of this room. And as you walked in, two hobgoblins standing on either side of a large doorway pointed you out and uh, raised their weapons. So from the look of it, the main group of you know, the goblin citizens, they're not interested in it, in you at all. But but you've been caught, and these two big hobgoblins, so each one's got a sword and a shield. Uh, they've kind of got some, like, roughly painted, you know, almost like hand paint ruins on their chest and stuff. They kind of look like a neat little pair. And from behind them, you just hear a deep bellowing in goblin. Uh, it does not sound friendly. Definitely more on the threatening side. So it looks like these two hobgoblins want a piece of action with you guys. Um, it's a bit of a span across the room, but uh, with even a incredibly poor perception check, you could probably tell that these guys don't want to hug you. They want to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was I really getting the vibe that they liked us. <laughs> I cannot uh, write and listen, apparently, because instead of writing hobgoblins, I wrote hoblins. Hoblins? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and where are we in the room? Did we even go in the room? Yeah, You're kind of yeah. like just in the entrance. So the door that you came through was on the east wall. Uh, the south wall of this large cathedral-like room is where you saw that pile of, like, refuge and furniture and just a whole bunch of random stuff. I think, um... Oh, sorry, it was just blanking there for a second. Thorn. I think... Oh, God. I need your Canada... <laughs> I, need, I need your character names in front of me, though. <laughs> yeah, I think Thorn was eyeing that up um, pretty seriously. Uh, all the civilians, they're like on the uh, west side of the wall, kind of fleeing through like a big crack in uh, the southwestern wall. And then these two big hobgoblins are guarding a door on the northern side of the room. 
So because of the space in between you, I will say like you guys have a bit of a chance to do something before you engage in combat, but you're going to be uh, going into initiation sooner or later. Did you say, sorry, we're on the east side? Like that's where the doorway is? Yep. I'm still concentrating on Bless. I probably have like, I don't know, maybe five more rounds of it. Uh, you still do have Erky Timbers with you, and Meepo is falling behind as always, the coward that he is. Yeah. How is everyone doing in the party? Are you guys at uh, fresh health? Is there wounds? Is anyone feeling under the weather? Yeah, I've got a flesh wound, but nothing major. Because anyone who looks wounded, Erky, in this moment of... Uh, this this little opportunity before impending doom will attempt to heal anyone who's injured. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm missing three hit points only. Is there cover in this room? Like, is there something that we can... Uh, I don't know if cover makes sense, because there's probably... Uh, it doesn't look like they have ranged weapons, but... Um, yeah, what's the, what's the light of the room like? If you could just refresh our memory. Yeah, there's no obvious cover close to you. It's quite a large room. Um, coming in from the east side, you're very much in an open area. A lot of the like furniture and little like you know huts or sleeping areas are on the west side of the room, so those aren't very close to you. It, it's just a clear open space from uh, you and the hobgoblins to the north. The room itself is somewhat lit, but the the light provided comes from the luminescent mushrooms, so it's kind of like a yellow-green hue to the room. I believe you also have a light still going on on your shield? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so those are the light sources. There's no, like, lit torches. But they cultivate these mushrooms, so they're spread about the room in a way that, that makes it lit. Who wants to take points? This room is so lit. All right. Well, just before, uh, Erky Timbers is casting Cure Wounds, and he'll heal for six points for um, Castan there. Thanks, Erky. All right. I feel like a... Uh... Chicken to me? <laughs> feel like rolling in the <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like... Um... Uh, <laughs> I almost just called you Rogue. What the hell's your name? Thorn. I feel I feel like Thorn would probably go f- first. Were you at the front? Yeah, I opened the door. Yeah. I feel like you'd probably just run in. Yeah, I would. Yeah. All right, well, if you guys want to roll initiative, let's do it. All right. Do it! 14. 16. Also 16. 4. <laughs> Oh. I rolled a one. <laughs> you rush in and you... Trip around shoes. <laughs> Ooh, a shiny object and you get distracted for a brief I'm moment. not stupid. Is there another fire you'd like to fall into or anything? All right. So first to take action is going to be one of these um, hobgoblins. They definitely seem like a pair. So he's a little sharper on the go than his buddy. Um, But instead of running forward and leaving him behind, he's actually going to just take out this crude longbow from his back and take a shot at the party. Who will he shoot at? Hella, you are the lucky 
recipient of an arrow coming at you. Does a 15 hit? No. Ooh. So this crude arrow flies at you, uh, but you manage to defend. And now you've got two hobgoblins standing there, and uh, who's got the higher dexterity between Hugo and Hella? Hugo does have it. (laughs) All right, then you'll be able to go first. (laughs) (laughs) Is anyone planning to rush one of these hobgoblins? Like in, actually, no, it doesn't doesn't matter. I just don't know if I need to unleash a first level spell or drop a cantrip. I 100% will attack as soon as I can. Alright, uh, I'm going to do Guiding Bolt. So I have to make a spell attack roll. Oh, oh my god. Uh oh. I rolled a natural okay? one. Oh, uh, guys, no. this one bad. I guess your bolt does not get guided to the right location. <laughs> <laughs> Nope, just this flashy display of light just uh, goes wide. Maybe, I don't know, if I can hit one of the fleeing goblins, then great. But if not, then fine. (laughs) Now you shoot your flashing light towards the hobgoblins, and uh, the one turns to the other and goes, Oh, he a wizard. (laughs) Yes, thank you. Thank you. And I say, ha, I can can misrange attacks too. You think you're so tough missing us with a longbow shot? I can misrange attacks with the best of them. He's very um, intimidated. <laughs> Something like that. It's Hell's turn. All right, I am going to chuck my battle axe at the one that uh, tried to shoot at me. We know you, you throw your hand axe. You don't or, throw oh, your battle fuck. axe. That's what I, <laughs> I mean, hey, you do you. <laughs> That's what I meant. Oops. Um, how far away is he, roughly? Just trying to see if I should roll with disadvantage or not. Uh, probably about 30 feet. Okay. You also have movement, so you can always, like, just move a little bit closer so that you're in range. Okay, yeah, I'll move it up. So I'll move. I'll still keep my distance. I'll I'll be about, like, 19 feet away. Oh, and I rolled a 19 plus 2, 21. Oh, yeah, that's definitely going to hit. I don't even need to check the armor class of these (laughs) goons. Yeah, goons. So I will ask, uh, which which one did you target? The one who tried to shoot already or the other guy? Yeah, the one that was trying to get me. All right, I'll say that's the guy on the right. So you shot at him. Okay. That's going to hit. Ooh, and I got a six. Oh, uh, so that's nine. Nine points of damage. Ooh. That arrow really hit. It was right in the chest and it looked like it sunk in deep. Was it your well, bow? Uh, your it's my axe? hand axe. Oh, the axe. Then the axe is what did that. <laughs> 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 then the axe is what did that. <laughs> I'm a professional dungeon master, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Very nice. Um, Kasten. Cass, is, you're up next. Okay. I think... I'm actually going to cast a spell as well. I'm going to cast Entangle. So grasping weeds and vines sprout from the ground. Uh, so I'm going to, it says a 20 foot square starting at the point within range. So I want I want the point to be basically, uh, I guess, kind of centered on where these 
guys are. Yeah. God damn sure. it, Candace. <laughs> um, so they have to make a strength saving throw. Okay, so 13 is the spell so safety. 13 strength check. Okay, got one failure. And one success. Alright, so the one who failed is restrained. Okay, so it's the injured one who is restrained. What does that mean? He can't move? Uh, can't move. Attack rolls against it have advantage. Its attack rolls have disadvantage. And it has disadvantage on dexterity saving throws. Yeah, that sucks. I mean, it's good for you, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> it can make Fantastic. It, it can use its action to make a, a strength check on its turn to free itself. And then that is also so that's that's an effect on the ground. So anything like entering that as well would be under that effect. Yeah. So it's uh, it. Oh, I don't know if it would be under the effect, but it turns it. I, I don't think so. I think it just turns it into difficult terrain. Okay. For anyone else. Yeah, because it, it's only a creature in the area when the spell is cast. So for everyone else, it's just difficult terrain. All right, so you do that. That uh, seems very effective. Next up is the other hobgoblin. Seeing his friend uh, still with a, a an axe firmly implanted in his chest and some creepy vine stuff that seems to be restricting him, he's actually going to just turn his body and slam his fist against the door. Uh, the door swings open. You hear a few words of uh, goblin being angrily spoken. And he will then try to leave this area. It's rough terrain, so he's going to be a little bit slowed. While this is happening, uh, Cass is going to look at Erky and ask if he, what the goblin said. Ah, good point. Erky says he said a name, and he's saying a warning. Uh, I think others will be coming soon. Cool, cool, cool. cool. So that hobgoblin tries to charge forward. He's a bit slowed down, so he doesn't get right up to you guys. Um, he's got his sword and shield out. He crosses, I'd say, about you know half the room. He's probably about uh, ten feet from you guys. He's probably just shy of uh, Hella, who moved a little bit forward. And he actually doesn't take an action. He just stands threatening, bangs his sword against his shield a little bit, and uh, says some rude stuff. You don't need to speak goblin to know that it's rude. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so next up will be Thorn. So, I am going to take my rapier and stab someone. Nice. <laughs> uh, I'm just trying to... Preferably one of the hot goblins. Yes. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Preferably one of... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I had one question for you, Tom, because you've done this. Sneak attack. Mm-hmm. Someone else has to be within five feet for me to get it without advantage, correct? Yeah, like flanking will create an advantage situation for you to use your sneak attack and, with. But no one is because they all did ranged, correct? This is true. Okay. I was just double checking because I was reading that and I have to remember that I could add more damage if I add a sneak attack into my... Yeah, there's other ways to get uh, advantage in your situation, but right now, I guess, yeah, there's no one flanking him. I'm going to have to talk to you about that just up Thorn's game. Anyways, so yeah, I'm going to stab someone with my rapier, preferably a hobgoblin, and I'm trying to decide if I go for the injured one that's down and out because he's he's being held. How long is he being held for? 
you said one minute but i don't know that you'd be able to get to him because it would it turns into rough terrain so you'd have to your speed would be halved yeah and he's wasn't it 15 feet though well it would be 10 feet of rough terrain because i sort of centered it yeah what's your movement 30 i mean you'd be really getting close i'd say that's probably the distance. If you really wanted to push past, the but, only thing to consider is the one did move forward. Yeah, and I'm thinking so that, to... like, Faye would have gone for the weak one, and I think Thorn would go for the strong one. So so what I'll say is, you could run up far enough to get to the wounded one, but I'd say to make the distance, you'd have to run straight at him, and so you'd pass right by um, the forward hobgoblin. Okay, that gives me a better visual. Yeah, I'm gonna go for the unencumbered guy. Alright, so the guy who moved up forward, he's all fresh, banging his sword on his shield, saying rude things. Yeah. I'm giving him the, I'm looking at you symbol here. Alright, um... Yeah, so I'm gonna stab him with my rapier. Let's see if it actually hits. Probably not. <sighs> I don't know if eight hits. You can add a d4. Oh, yeah. Oh! Because you're still, we're still blessed. <laughs> yes, hold on. Ten. Does ten hit? Yeah. <laughs> Ten's not gonna hit. He manages to get his shield up. Ah, <gasps> Thorn. Um, yeah, takes the blow safely on his shield. Now, because you went up to attack him, he has um, prepared an attack. Cool. So after he blocks your rapier, mm-hmm. he's going to take a swing at you with his And I'm going to jump out of the way and say, no way. Hopefully, because he just rolled a 19. <laughs> and it's a plus three to hit. So that's a 22. Yeah, little did you know I prepared the action of jumping if he uh, swung at me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Unless you're jumping into the sword, I don't think. That's work. Well, yeah. Do you do you get a bonus action to the, to dodge? Do you have do, do you have that ability yet? Uh, do I? Or is that a higher level? Is that is uncanny dodge? I think that's a higher level. I don't have that. Yeah. All right. So I'm gonna assume that hits. Wait, wait, wait. I have, 22. I have a dash. That's cunning action. That's not it. No. Yeah. Okay. Yes, it does right. hit. <laughs> much to me trying for it not to hit. <laughs> well, lucky for you, he did not hit very well. Yeah. The, I guess the edge of his sword turns, and he's only going to do two damage. <laughs> Yay! Well, he got me. Got you a little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit got me. Ready All for right. Um... So it's actually going to be Erky's turn. Go, Erky! Um, he's going to stay back behind you guys. Let's see what he can help out with. All right, so Erky is going to clap, cast... Bleh. <clears throat> <laughs> what does that do? <laughs> <laughs> Erky's going to cast... Bleh. <laughs> <laughs> you know it has to stay in now, Tom. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Erky was cousins with Tim Erky's Allen. He's gonna cast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, Tim, is it blessed that you have running? Yes. Okay, so then he's gonna cast Sanctuary on Thorn because you're currently in battle. Yay, what so he wards you mm-hmm. with his magic. 
and until the spell ends, any creature who targets you with an attack or a harmful spell has to make a wisdom saving throw first. Cool. And it has a chance for them to lose that attack. Nice. I really like who? He, wink- he winks at you. Oh, fucking keep it in your pants, Erky. <laughs> Erky's like barely wearing pants. Like just got out of his cage. He's in rags. He's barely wearing pants. Erky, every, it's everyone very hard to hide how big he is. <laughs> keep it in your rags. Keep it lightly obscured by your loincloth. <laughs> Why are we 12 year old boys? <laughs> All right. Um, so from that, we go back up to the turn order and that'd be Hugo again, I believe. Is it Hugo that went first or Hella? It was me. It was Hugo. It was one of the hobgoblins, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah you're that's right. right. You're right, guys. You're so good. <laughs> It was the hobgoblin that's nearly dead. Um, instead of moving because he's all restricted, he'll he'll attempt to attack with his bow. Now he gets disadvantage, right? Yes. Well, that's a one. So um, <laughs> this guy fucking yeah, sucks. he does a terrible shot with his bow. It's absolutely pathetic. Um, yeah, that's it. <laughs> so now it can be. Hugo or Hella, you both have the same initiative. Um, I'm gonna do Toll the Dead on the. Wait, hang on. I'm gonna do Toll the Dead on the guy who's who's um. Yeah, the guy who's restrained. So he has to make a Wisdom saving throw. Okay. Fourteen. Fucking cocksucker! Yeah, that does it. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh wow! Nothing happens. So I'm going He's to. He's a terrible archer, but. Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ. Um, okay, so if if the guy in front of me is, like, talking all um, rude, I'm going to talk rude back to him, I think. I, I probably... Jeez, I think Hugo's, like, led a very sheltered life, so he's probably going to overcorrect and say something really disgusting, like... <laughs> hey, fuzzface, I'm going to shove my holy symbol so far up your ass that every time you fart, my goddess is going to have to give you permission. <laughs> wow. wow outstanding and then I look back to the group and I give like a shrug and a thumbs up like is that good <laughs> is that good <laughs> stunned and wide eyed Cass just nods <laughs> nice okay yeah that's my turn <laughs> alright so after that scathing remark Hella you have a chance to go uh okay so number two kind of moved like right up in front of me is that right yeah, he, he could very easily get into melee range. He's not engaged with you right now. He's engaged with Thorn, but very short distance. All right. Can I switch to my shield and battle axe then? Yeah. I don't have any problem with uh, weapon switching. We've always just done that. Okay, cool. I'm gonna... On the fly. Let's see how this goes. Ooh. 23, is that right? Yeah, 23 to hit. Ooh, yeah, for sure that's going to hit. Hell yeah. Oh, finally, I'm rolling decent. The past couple games have been trash. Oh, well, I only do five damage. That's pretty good still. Yeah, not bad. You know what? I have a, I have act- action surge, so maybe I'll go again if I may. Sure. Okay. 
So you slash him for five damage with your battle axe? Yep. Seeing that worked, I'm gonna like, I'll, I'll try, oh, try that again. Add a d4. Yeah, I will. 16? That's just misses. Oh, oh. He just manages to get his shield up in time. Okay. Damn. Oh, wow. It's a heavy blow against the shield, but he defends. At least I got one in. He is now engaged with both of you, though, so. Hugo said some really mean stuff to him, and he's got two angry people trying to hurt him. I was just trying to hurt his feelings, so keep that in mind, Candace. <laughs> you would get sneak attack. Sticks and stones. All right, Cass, that's your turn. Cass is going to, I guess, go up and engage with the the one that the other people are also engaged with. That no one's managed to actually land a hit on yet, right? (laughs) Oh, no, Hela just did five damage. That's right. Yeah. Um, Okay, so, yeah, I'm going to go up and do... uh, I'm going to cast Shillelagh. And then attack with my quarterstaff. So when I uh, when I cast Shillelagh, then I guess that uh, Entangle will drop because it's concentration. Shillelagh is not concentration. So it's only if I cast. Oh, it's only if, if I cast, cast another spell with concentration that would break oh, it. Oh, okay. Then... So I can still concentrate on that spell and do. Yeah, this. if you take damage, then right, you have to do right, a right. check. Okay, cool. All right, never mind then. All right, so I'll cast Shillelagh and then I will attack this dude with my quarterstaff. Uh, that's not gonna happen. I can add a D four, right? Still mm-hmm. not gonna make a difference. But. Um, well, you you are very much in a flanking position now, so you've got three of you surrounding this hobgoblin. Okay. So even though he's a big dude, like I'd say, you get the flanking bonus, so you can take advantage on your attack. Sick. Oh yeah, that'll do it. That's five twenty-four. It's definitely gonna hit. All right, and that's going to do. Uh, seven bludgeoning damage. Oof. Uh, he tries to raise his shield in time, but, uh, you get past it, and you land a heavy blow. Uh, hits him in the body, and he crumbles down, unconscious on the floor. Woo! So, you see that one hobgoblin fall to the ground... Uh, the remaining one hasn't been able to take a step, and he is very low on health from that axe that he got hit with. Upon the uh, hobgoblin falling, you guys, you hear a loud roar. A shadow is seen at the entrance uh, at that doorway that the two hobgoblins were guarding. All of a sudden, this big old foot comes out and he kicks the hobgoblin who goes scattering across the floor now unconscious. Nice. And a Thanks, big guy. very large, very intimidating <laughs> hobgoblin steps out from the doorway and he shouts, Weaklings! How could you not kill these filthy humans? And he's got spittle coming off of his face. Um, he is wearing splint armor but it does not fit him properly. He's a very <laughs> large-chested hobgoblin, so it kind of sits off to one side, and there's some extra, like, ropes and strips of leather holding it onto his torso. Is Erky not the only one hanging brain? <laughs> he is holding a large, two-handed, like, long sword. It's very intimidating-looking. 
he announces himself as, uh, as I am Dern, chief of the Durabulak tribe, and I shall crush you. He is accompanied by one other hobgoblin, who is his his kind of buddy. He stays beside him, and a goblin also leaves the room with him. This goblin is a female, uh, slight of frame, um, and kind of has that shaman look. You know, she's got a little staff and some weird little trinkets hanging off of her. Uh, she stays in the back, and I would like you guys to roll perception check, please. Natural 20. Uh, 16. 8. 10. Even though I'm proficient. <laughs> Alright, so the 16 and the 20. Um, you notice that as the, um, as the, as the goblin comes out with these hobgoblins... Her focus seems to be towards um, the the fleeing goblins on the other side of the room. The hobgoblins, they clearly have, like, the blood frenzy. They're looking at you. They're ready for a fight. Um, but you tell with your high perception that, that she seems a little more um, focused on her other goblin friends. But nonetheless, you have now encountered the chief goblin, Dern. And he says he's going to crush you. Challenge accepted. We'll see. We'll see. I'm going to say Cass, Cass gets visibly upset at the fact that that guy called us humans. <laughs> Cass is offended. What the fuck, Cass? Yeah. <laughs> no offense to you, just to me. So, yeah, he says, yeah, you may have killed the weak goblins to get here but I will show you the true strength of the Durbuluk tribe. So uh, next up is actually going to be Thorn. All right. Thorn, we must actually stab someone this time. <laughs> <laughs> Who am I closest to? If I had fallen down near the one that fell down. So you're probably down. about 15 feet away from the door. You do have a collapsed hobgoblin at your feet, and you're right next to your two party members there. But who am I closest to of the alive bad guys? Dern and his hobgoblin bodyguard stand right at the doorway. Um, as they came out, there's still that rough terrain. Mm -hmm. So they haven't really moved past that. They're like standing in the rough terrain right now. And is the unconscious one beside me just unconscious or is he dead? Same difference. He's not going to get back up. I can't just stab him for extra measure. <laughs> 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 I would make you take an action if you choose to stab him and fully kill him now, but he might not regain consciousness. It's it's a rough blow. Hmm. <laughs> there are two very much alive yeah, bad guys I know, in front of us. But he sliced me. Okay, fine. We'll, like stab him on the ground. <laughs> um, Just use a bonus action to kick him. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I use a bonus action to kick him, <laughs> and I'm gonna make my way towards them at the door. So based right. on where I was standing, was I in the middle of the room? Like, am I gonna hit them on straight on, or am I going more left or right? Yeah, you'd be approaching them pretty straight on. Uh, I have speed 30. Do I uh, reach any of them to stab them with my rapier, or am I still out of reach? Oh yeah, it's no problem. You can move right up to them if you want. Alright, I stab the one in the center. <laughs> Do you want to stab the, the chief, or his 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 goon? 
Is there a goon in front of the chief? They're side by side. Mm, then the chief. All right. Stab away. Yes. Oh, yeah. Go. 24 to hit? To, yeah, that hits. 1d8 plus 6. You stab him, he looks pissed, but still raring to go. Okay, Erky gets a turn next. Do I still have that thing on me that if someone targets me and so on and so forth? Yes, you do. You have Sanctuary casts on you. Alright, so Erky is going to cast Sacred Flame um, on the Hobgoblin beside the Chief. Alright, so some Holy Flame comes down and uh, burns that other Hobgoblin a little bit. Well, he took some damage there. Erky's really helping out. But after that, unfortunately, it's going to be Dern's turn. The big bad hobgoblin. Dern's turn. Da, 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 Seeing da, you Dern's right in front turn. of his face. Da, da, da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so now that it's Dern's turn, he's he's not very happy about getting poked by your rapier. So, Thorn, he's going to attack you with a sword. And does he have to make a wisdom saving throw? No good. So he failed. So he has to choose the target or lose the attack or spell. He's going to be real angry now. Oh, man. Candace is channeling Carator the Victorious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. So I'm going to give this to you because I messed up and I didn't read the whole thing. Because at the bottom it says if the word creature makes an attack or casts a spell that affects an enemy creature, the spell ends. And you did stab him, but I'm going to say you get the effect of the ward just as it fades off of you. Aw, thank you. So he takes (laughs) a huge swing at you, though. And you've seen other hobgoblins just now, like, swing some swords, but this guy has tremendous strength behind it. He misses, but as it comes down, it it cleaves a nice gash in the stone floor. (laughs) And he screams, and you get some spit on you. Ew. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So next up in initiative would be Hugo. I what? Sorry, I have a question. What does uh, Sacred Flame do? What did, what did it do? Sacred Flame is um, there's like a flame-like radiance that comes down and covers the creature, yeah. and it burns them a little bit. Okay. So he's got some like just little char marks. So it just does some damage. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will say, hey, Dern, your followers really take after you with that huge miss. <laughs> you dumb, ugly bastard. Okay, and I will cast. <laughs> and I will cast uh, Toll the Dead on the hobgoblin who is sacredly flamed. You should do it. Toll that. Toll that. Dead? You should do it against the big one because he already took damage, and doesn't it? do more damage if they already have damage against them? It does, but I'm trying to reduce the number of... Oh, they got Sacred Flamed. Right, right, right. I'm trying to reduce the number of, like, enemies that are active right now. So if I can take this guy out, then it's just one person making Mm -hmm. an attack. I forgot forgot the other guy took damage, too. Yeah, so he's got to make a Wisdom saving throw. He rolled a nat 20. Oh... I don't know. I think I'm just going to go home, guys. This isn't for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. That's unfortunate, but Hella, you'll be up next. Okay. Um, 
sorry, you probably already said this. Just to clarify, where is the one that was up in my grill still up in my grill? No, he got dead. Oh, he's dead. Okay. About 15 feet from you is the is the is the Chief Dern and his um, bodyguard. Chief Laura Dern. I, oh, I, I was just going to say that. God damn it. I was going to call him Laura Dern. Son of a bitch. I loved you in Jurassic Park. You son of a bitch. Chief Dern. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, a second Jurassic Park joke in like a matter of an hour. Oh, yeah. Again, guys, we're very current. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. The movie's almost 30 years old. That's ridiculous. Oh my God. Still holds up. I will. Battle axe Laura Dern. Come on, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's see. Ah! Oh, God. Oh, God. That was a natural one. Maybe you have less. <laughs> Fuck off. Yeah, I'm going to get at most five. Oh, wait. Oh, it was actually a seven. Sorry. I thought it was a one, but it was a seven. Okay. So let's... Maybe I can okay. pull this off. Let's see. Sixteen. Probably not. Sixteen against Dern. That won't hit. Okay. I didn't Ooh. think so. Unfortunately. I mean, that's pretty good, though. I thought it was from his, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's got a splint armor on, and even though it doesn't cover his whole torso, you manage to hit the part that is covered. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll be back for you, Lord Dern. He he really threw you off by putting a bullseye on the armor instead of <laughs> somewhere else on his body. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the the small female goblin that is. Um, also seen with them will slip by the two hobgoblins and take full movement towards uh, the west side of the room um, where the where the other goblins were fleeing from and she's going to take out a scroll um, as she reads it she's covered in an aura of magic and she begins to move a little bit faster she seems to be speaking in goblin to the few remaining people does not engage with you guys in combat. She is just focused on the goblins. Uh, and after her turn, it will be Cass. I, uh, Cass is going to cast Fairy Fire. Uh, so the Entangle spell will drop. And I'm going to cast Fairy Fire so that it just encompasses the two hobgoblins and not, not uh, Thorn. So wherever the the radius is that I'm doing that at. Um, So they have to make a dex saving throw. Okay, so both of them make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, Dern gets a 15. Damn it. And the other one gets a 16. Double damn it. Well, nothing happens then. All right, sorry about that. No, it's okay. (laughs) Maybe. Okay, so you attempt to cast a spell. It does not work on them. Well, I'm just going to, then seeing that it didn't work, I'm going to run up, run up to try and basically engage with the one that Thor, Thorn is also engaged with. Oh, okay. So yeah, you run up there and the Hobgoblin bodyguard will be the one to go next. 
And as I'm running up, I pull my shield out. I want to make sure I say that. So I've got my shield as well. <laughs> yeah. So seeing that, he has a nice big juicy target as your shield. <laughs> and so the hobbling, go- hobbling goblin <laughs> bodyguard, <laughs> he's going to take a swing at you. He's also carrying a sword uh, two-handed, just like the big boss man. He has a 19 to hit. Shit. Yeah, that does it. Alright, he does six damage to you. And Thorn, your turn will be up next. I'm gonna stab him again. Same guy? Yeah. Alright. You get sneak attack now, because I'm up there. Yeah, and I get sneak attack. I'm gonna sneak attack him because he's not paying attention to me, who've been here the whole time. Heck yeah. That's why I ran up there. See? <laughs> Thinking. <laughs> you got stabbed. <laughs> I did it for you! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I'm gonna hit him. Uh, ten. That's a with ten. a D4 and everything else. That will not manage to hit. He's got his shield up. Yeah. He's blocking your attack. That target again. Butts. So distracting. Can't not hit the target on his armor. Okay, next up in order then is going to be Hugo. Back to the top. Oh, actually, no. Sorry, Dern goes before you now. God damn it, Laura. <laughs> so Dern is mad. He pulls out a potion of healing from a pouch on his side and tosses that bad boy in his mouth. He crunches through the glass <laughs> and, uh, yeah, drinks back the potion in a little bit of glass all together. Jeez, that's pretty badass, actually. He's going to have a killer BM tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so he heals a little bit of health. He is going to attack. Well, he's engaged with you, Thorn. He wouldn't change targets at this point. So again, two-handed sword. All his might coming down at you. He rolls an eight. Oh, what am I rolling like hella here? Come on! <laughs> Damn, ouch. <laughs> In your face, Katie. (laughs) (laughs) That's not good. All right, so Dern misses again. (laughs) Hugo, it's your go. Yes! You go, Hugo. Okay, so my magic hasn't exactly been doing what I want it to do right now, and I feel like this is kind of a a character moment for Hugo. Like, he's seeing his, his two... Adventuring companions, like both of them are wounded at this point. He's gonna take out his holy symbol and actually like mutter a quick prayer. And like he'll grab Erky's Erky Timbers by the hand and be like, Alright, Erky, I need you on this on this quick prayer here. He's gonna mutter a quick prayer. And then he'll be like, Erky, fucking pray with me, goddammit. And uh <laughs> Are you actually gonna shove it up his butt this time? Are you doing it? I'm not shoving it anywhere. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna try to I'm going to try to aggravate Laura Dern and say <laughs> I say, hey Chief Dern why don't you, why don't you swing your other hobgoblin there because it's more useless than that sword that you're swinging around you're a crap fighter and then I'll cast firebolt at him <laughs> oh, that's wow. awesome oh, man. 19 motherfucker yeah, fuck you. Big oh, fucking yeah. piece of shit. Good lord. 
<laughs> so Erky is holding your hands, but on that string of expletives, he kind of looks up you a little concerned, but he keeps praying. You better believe he keeps praying. <laughs> He's just praying for you now. Oh <laughs> and that uh, is all right. 10 points of fire damage on Laura Dern. (laughs) Amazing. That hits hard. It hits him, and you you get that, you know, it's it's a puff of light and fire that kind of obscures him for a second, and as that fades down, he's got, like, the head a little back, mouth open with, like, smoke coming off of him. (laughs) He's not out yet, but that hurts something awful. And I'd also like to give you inspiration for that one. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Thank you. Is that the first inspiration you've given out, Tom? Yeah. Yeah, nice. As an aside, if we have any All artistically right. inclined listeners, for the love of God, somebody draw Laura Dern as a hop goblin, please. <laughs> <laughs> I want that. Yes. Please. All right, next up is Hella. Okay, I'm gonna still just plug away with my battle axe at uh, Dern here and see if I have any more luck. Oh, for... Okay, that time it actually was a one. Uh-oh. I'm really Brita-ing this combat. I'm really mm-hmm. Hella-ing this as Hella. I don't know. Yeah, it's classic Hella. <sighs> Boy. Okay, next up is gonna be Grenel. I mean, the female goblin. Alright, she sees how badly wounded Dern is. She looks over at you guys, she kind of lifts the staff she's got, kind of considers what's going on, and completely ignores Dern. She turns her full attention to the other goblins and continues moving further and further away from you. She's now helping the last few goblins uh, exit through the crack in the southwestern wall. So I'd say it kind of looks like she's just abandoned the uh, chief there. Okay, and after that, it is Cass's turn. All right, Cass is going to, after seeing that firebolt hit Laura Dern, she's going <laughs> to... I'm sorry, Laura Dern. Yeah, I <laughs> genuinely and... love her. She knows what she did. <laughs> Laura Dern of the Durbuluk tribe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Um, all right, yeah, I'm gonna swing my quarterstaff. And you're swinging at Dern. Yeah. Okay. Thirteen. Did you? Is that with a D4? No, it's not gonna do it. Yeah, that was with a D4. Poop. Dern blocks your attack. All right. After Cass, it's gonna be the hobgoblin bodyguard. He does not like. Uh, how everyone is attacking his chief. So what do he's got? There's Cass, there's Hella, and Thorn, all right up in these guys' grills, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who's injured out of anyone? I am. I am. Cass. He's gonna swing... He's gonna swing at Cass. So says the dice. Uh, he just rolled a two. Um, <laughs> Phew. Okay. Yep. That's a five to hit. Ha. That's a no go. Yeah. All right. After that, it's Thorn. I'm gonna stab him. 
Stabbing Dern, I imagine? Yes. Fifteen plus four, Yeah, right? roll the d4. Roll the d4. Oh. Too close. Sixteen! <laughs> Ooh. I think it doesn't Your sixteen does not <sighs> hit. It's got a really high armor class. Yeah, I rolled a one. That's all right. (laughs) 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 Katie, okay, Katie Googled Laura Dern. (laughs) 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 She Googled Laura Dern Hobgoblin, and Willem Dafoe's picture came up. character actor. (laughs) (laughs) Laura Dern was the apple all along. (laughs) Laura Dern playing William Defoe playing Hobgoblin. (laughs) Did you guys see the picture of the goblin booty in the Discord? It was just Hobgoblin bending over. (laughs) Yep. Yes. (laughs) Oh, now I have to look for it. I asked someone to find goblin booty because that's what I said I was getting tonight. (laughs) And they did. Yes, they did. With the side of spider booty. Sorry, what were we doing? Alright, so Thorn, that was your turn. <laughs> Thorn, Thorn just tried to stab Dern, but didn't manage to make it through his impressive makeshift armor. And in response, it's going to be his turn again. And I think this has turned into like, uh, you know, it's you and him. Mm-hmm. There's other people in the group, but you two have locked eyes. He doesn't have attention for anything else. Come at me, bro. It's like a a game of whack-a-mole, though. Yeah, neither of us have hit each other. (laughs) For you. (laughs) This turning romantic? Lovely. Just lovely. (laughs) He has an 18 to hit. (laughs) No! Yes, that's suck. He raises his sword. And with his buddy right beside him, he says some encouraging battle words to him. I was ready to sing, can't touch this. Didn't happen. (laughs) Just sing the alternate version, can touch this. (laughs) 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 You touch this, man. Wow, that makes it sound so much creepier. You touch this. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't demanding, it's touched this. <laughs> you, you touch, touch this. this. <laughs> oh, oh God! Right. I know what I'm saying in bed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Hard no. <laughs> I will be. It will be. <laughs> All right, so Dern swings, he comes down hard, and he's going to deal nine damage to you. Yeah, he finally hits. Now you know what it feels like. Six, yeah, six left, yeah. (laughs) But that's his turn, and next up will be Hugo. Okay, emboldened by my um, recent success, I'm going to... Hold on to my holy symbol a bit tighter and be like, yes, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I'm going to do another firebolt <laughs> on Chief Chief Dern. 
Laura Dern, breaking that glass ceiling as a hobgoblin chief. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. I'm hoping a 17 does it. 17 will not do it. He gets his shield up and blocks it. Hmm. Damn. Oh, and I would have had to have used, like, announced inspiration before the result. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, I'm going to... I'm going to sort of steal myself and I'm going to run up and try to get around behind Dern so that the next person attacking can can hopefully have a bit of a of an edge. Nice. I'm going to say that's going to be really tough. Uh, Dern and his hobgoblin bodyguard are still just right on the other side of the doorway and it still has that rough terrain from that spell. No, it doesn't. So they haven't moved. Oh, it, that's gone? Yeah, because I cast Entangle, <laughs> which is concentration. Well... Or sorry, Either way, there's still two big hobgoblins side by side, and then there's three of you, mm. like, in front oh, of them. Oh, I see. So okay. You won't be able to get behind them, but you are starting to get to that point with the three of you and the two of them, where you, you may have some flanking opportunities. No oh, holy symbols he's of his poorly, uh, He's heavily wounded. Um, you know, you can see that visibly. All right, Hella is going to be up next. Okay, again, this might be very brief. We shall see. I am going with my battle axe. And Bless is still going on, yeah? I think this is probably the last round I would have Bless up, I imagine. 22. Wow. Yeah, a 22 is going to hit. Nice. How very unhella of you. (laughs) Fuck you. Uh, five piercing da- or five damage, whatever that is, slashing damage. Five this damage. Right. <laughs> that damage is going to be enough <gasps> to take him out. Yeah. Can you describe your final attack? Ooh, how tall is he in comparison to me? I don't know how big they are. Taint slop, taint slop. Honestly, taint slop. he's pr- he's <laughs> he's, pr- he's probably about Cass's size. They're 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 larger than a normal human, maybe close to seven foot broad shoulders and big um he's you know he's got like a a chest that's big enough that the armor he's wearing looks like it would be for like a normal size human and it covers like two-thirds of his (laughs) chest (laughs) all right i'll go in any any gaps that are in his armor near the heart area and i'll just try and hack away at it very nice you cut deep set blood just gushes from the wound in his chest and he collapses down onto his knees. Nice. Does the blood like spray onto There's my the face? There's the one hobgoblin. If you want, <laughs> yeah, you get a little spray. spray on my yeah. face. <laughs> yeah. Get a little spray. Oh, yeah. And your axe is plenty covered. That's in. some axe body spray right there. Oh! oh. <laughs> Bravo! Bravo! <laughs> Ten uh. points to Gryffindor! <laughs> well done. All right, the remaining hobgoblin beside him is crying out in rage. Next up, though, will be Cass. All right. Well, as he's crying in rage like a little bitch. I'm crying gonna... is okay. Yeah, if you're a little bitch. <laughs> in the goblin world, in the goblin world, I, I imagine it's frowned upon. Uh, I'm going to try and hit him with my quarterstaff. 
I don't know why I just heard the beginning of Law and Order when he said that. In the goblin world, there are two separate systems. <laughs> there are two types of goblins. Those who don't cry and those who do, like little bitches. These are their stories. Dun, dun. <laughs> you see two goblin janitors coming in. So then I said I would bet a hundred bucks on the next game. And oh my god, is she dead? <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is great. <laughs> this is literally how Candace dies. You laugh her to death. <laughs> All right. Uh, I only rolled twelve. A twelve to hit? Yeah. That's not good enough. I, I, I didn't. <laughs> Flashback to his time. father. Do better. <laughs> Try harder, you fucking bitch. <laughs> 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 Never good enough for you. <laughs> oh my gosh, guys. All right, so swing and a miss from Cass. Next up in the order is the hobgoblin. He is now infuriated that um, Thorn managed to take down or Hella managed to take down Dern. So he's going to target Hella with this attack. Now we'll never get a true sequel to Jurassic Park. (laughs) (laughs) Does an eight hit? No, it doesn't. Not good enough. Okay, well that was his turn. (laughs) Not good enough. Do better. (laughs) All right, Thorn, you're up next. Pokey, I'm pokey, stab him. <laughs> yeah, I figured. Can we do non-lethal Damn, stabbing. Being a rogue. We can interrogate him after. <laughs> um, at this point, with Dern down and this one remaining hobgoblin, you definitely have advantage from flanking. Ooh. And you, you're going to yell for me not to kill him because Thorn would definitely kill him. Just throwing that out there. No, I'm not going to yell at you for nothing. Go, uh, I'm go talking right about Mister Hugo. Uh, Hugo over there. Yeah, uh, I don't think we would get anything out of him. He's too too enraged. Maybe? If you go yell something, I will listen. I was just gonna say let's 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 try to keep him alive. I would just quickly shout it out if we can if we can take him captive, we could question him. That's all. But it's, all up, right. it's up to you. <laughs> don't say that. <laughs> Thorn. <laughs> Fine, Thorn says non-legal stabbing. Yeah, I really, I'm really good at not legally stabbing. I rolled a natural one, oh. Um, oh. so I would just really took a tar. Fine, I won't kill him. <laughs> I just throw my sword down. It's not fine. You know what? I, I won't even try. Then I won't even. Try. I just won't even try. <laughs> fine, yeah. You overcorrected. Fine. I just yeah, like, so. and for my movement, I turn around and whisk around the room. <laughs> You're gonna use use your uh, disengage, use coming action to disengage and just storm out of the roof. I do this. All right. Do you actually? That's amazing. Oh my god. It's too perfect not to. Your rapier is on the ground. I disengage. I threw my rapier on the ground and I start walking towards the door. Oh my god. All right. Next up in the order, we'll go back up to Hugo. Thorns having a temper tantrum. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> uh, um, I will 
tell him to surrender and we'll let him live. And then I guess as a, like, instead of what I'm preparing to do, like I'd like to give him the option and then I'll prepare my action is if he attacks or runs away, I'll cast firebolt at him. That's my, that's my thing. Non-lethal firebolt. (laughs) Non-lethal firebolt. (laughs) (laughs) So you, you speak to him and you just like cast the spell, but you don't throw it at him. Yeah, it's it's just kind of dealio sitting sitting in my hand. Cool. I just uh, got a hella. You're up whipped next. out in my hand, just holding it for all to see. Erky <laughs> <laughs> looks at you and gives you a wink. <laughs> I like that. That's Erky's thing. He just winks at us. Okay, I'll continue with the battle axe since I still have it out. Uh, hearing that we're not trying to kill him, though, I'll, I mean, I'll just maybe go. I'll try and cleave off his hand or something like that. Nothing too critical. <laughs> do, do the whole arm. I don't care. <laughs> oh boy, that was a two. So I'm screwed. What is with it? Okay, fine. Kill him. Everybody, just kill him. Like <laughs> I was trying to be extra cautious. Just more of an intimidation. Um, you can have advantage because you're you're in you're in the flanking position mm. there. Even though there's still only two of you now that uh, Thorn has stormed away. Eh? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Thorn stormed. No. But yeah, you can have advantage on your attack. Sweet. No bless. Okay, that would put me at a twenty. Yeah, that's gonna hit. All yeah. right. Roll your damage. Oh yeah. 10 damage. That's going to be enough to take him out. Oh, do I like lop off a hand? So tell me what happens to him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I'll go you f- managed to lop off his sword hand. Good. I was going to say yes. The, use his dominant hand. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. So you lop that off and, it, it, and then he goes to swing at you and it just sprays you with blood from his Even more blood. Before he then realizes that his hand is missing and Hellas is on the ground. Hellas just covered in blood. I look like It's Carrie like that scene at the end of uh, Adam's family. <laughs> All right, so you've taken him down. Those two cob goblins are now on the ground. Cob goblins? <laughs> cob goblins? Should I? Cob goblins? Cob goblins? We're back to corn again? <laughs> This whole world is corn. We gotta go. Who better to fight on the cob. dreaded cob goblins than corn corn storm mounter? <laughs> the all corn remake. This is this is only the kernel of a good idea. First, oh. you managed to solve my maze. Jesus. Oh, uh, this has gone off the rails. <laughs> okay, new challenge to whoever is drawing Laura Dern, uh, the Hobgoblin, Laura Dern, Hobgoblin, please. <laughs> Google that. Google Hobgoblin. Hobgoblin, Laura Dern. Laura Dern, just Goblin Cobb all day long. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> it's just a picture of Lauren doing as a hobgoblin with two corns in her hand facing the mouth. Oh my god. Oh gosh, why? Alright, so um 
I am going to end initiative for you guys. I'm going to end this entire session. <laughs> you <Yeah>. guys suck. <sighs> the look around the room as you've managed to fend off these hobgoblins. The the two that were guarding the, dro- the door initially are, are dead in the center of the room. And now uh, Dern's bodyguard is one less a hand. And Dern is still barely alive there's plenty of blood flowing from him he's on his knees it looks like he can't even lift his hands but he is not fully dead yet the other goblin that was there that has not engaged in combat with you can still be seen um but shows no you know continues to basically just help the goblins they're almost gone from the room i wave with my mage hand hmm so yeah, what do you guys do now? The room is cleared. Uh, th- there's a silence in the room that you that hasn't been before. Now that most of the uh, the goblins are gone, and and anyone that poses a threat seems to be taken care of. We should we should tie up our friend, our um, one-handed friend, and then maybe search the bodies. I think that'll get Thorn back, like, reinvested into the situation. Did someone say loot the bodies? <laughs> <laughs> I said search, but Thorn loot was Thorn comes back in and grabs a rapier. Also, Cass is going to look over at Hela and just kind of, like, nod his head and say, like, good job. Well done. Because <laughs> like she took out got. both of them. That's true. Even though I rolled shit, I kind of, uh... You got the killing blow. You had the finishing moves, yeah. <laughs> She's got the touch. (laughs) So the rest of those goblins are all still, like there's just a a couple left kind of still filtering out of the room? Yeah, during the battle, they were fleeing into this, it's like a big crack in the wall. They're squeezing through and fleeing with what they have. Um, There's there's only a few, like maybe five or six left. And these weren't like the goblins you fought. These were like, smaller or they're they're more like the commoners yeah Uh, i think Cass will kind of just call out to them and i mean not that it's really gonna have any effect but he's just gonna say like you know we don't we don't want to hurt you we uh, we, um we (laughs) you know we have to defend ourselves but we we would never hurt someone who's who's uh it was very uh, long-winded for like defenseless or or something speak for yourself yeah (laughs) Yeah. You can see that female goblin, she turns, gives you a bit of a curious uh, look. Um, she looks over at Dern's body and spits a big mucusy gob on the ground. She says in pretty broken uh, common, Dern's a dead bastard, just as he should be. Uh, goblins want nothing to do with Durbruluk tribe. Belloc and filthy trees can burn in hell. And she continues She continues to leave. I said, well, well hey, like if, if you want us goblins. to take care of them, can you give us any supplies to help us out? Yeah. <laughs> we'll help! She sighs, grabs a pouch from her side, hucks it as far as she can into the center of the room, and gets the fuck out of it. I grab it with my mage hand. Oh. <laughs> nice. Okay, so inside that little bag, uh, the first thing that you pull out when you reach in is your is dick. 
I, I, gotcha. I did the popcorn surprise on myself. <laughs> 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 but uh yes there is a scroll which if you check it out um you would be able to tell fairly easy it says scroll of fairy fire uh she also has there's also a vial of antitoxin in there and 20 gold coins yeah so if you don't do anything else she gets the remaining few gone and she will follow them out through the crack and be gone from this place Leaving you guys as the only occupants of, well, only living occupants of this room. <laughs> Cass shouts thank you as she's <laughs> leaving the room. Wait, didn't we not kill the the second, the bodyguard guy? I thought it was non-lethal. Yeah, he's, yeah, I mean, whatever you want to call it. He's pretty much dead. He will be dead shortly. Shortly. <laughs> <laughs> Can right. I take his hand and well, slap him any, awake with him? If anyone wants to do any interrogating... <laughs> Yay. He's missing a hand, so uh, it's only a matter of time. Yeah, slap him awake with his own hand. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Uh, okay. okay, as you're slapping him with his own hand, Caswell just ask, where, where's Bellic? Um, so he's got some pretty terrible common uh, compared to others you've heard. Doesn't what's his name um, speak? Yeah, I could have Erky translate if... If, yeah. So, but he basically says, uh, so you ask where Bellic is, and he'll say, um, underground, and he, <laughs> with his one remaining hand, he points to the room behind him, where um, Dern came from, and if you look through the door, in the center of the small room behind him, uh, you can see what looks like a well, so he'll say, Bellic is <laughs> down below. Can I ask him how many more are in his tribe? He'll say, this was our tribe. Um, he has some goblins down there who work for him. And the others that serve him. We ruled this side of the castle and didn't let people through. And any that we captured, we, we would send alive as his request. I'll describe the, the Hugh Corellis and Sir Bradford. I'll ask, are they still alive? He laughs um, before coughing up more blood. And he'll say, two of them we sent alive. The other now adorns Dern. And on saying that, if you take a closer look, you can see a family crest symbol on the armor that Dern is wearing. And without too much more difficulty, there he also wears a ring with a matching insignia. It's a good thing I'm taking that ring. <laughs> <laughs> that ring that's always belonged to me, and it's mine. <laughs> <laughs> we we look over at Dern and <laughs> Thorn's already pulling the ring off. Like what? <laughs> yeah, so it's the Who Crelly family symbol uh... that you saw attached to the shop in town. Shit. It matches the ring that belongs to me already. It's obviously just mine. No, Krakus is a different family. Okay, obviously that's going back to the Hugh Crowley family, but I'm gonna... Can I ask this hobgoblin before he dies, like, is there like a, um... Is there like a... Any sort of last rites that he wants? Or maybe I can roll a history check to see if I know... Like, do they have to die, like, with their weapon in their hand to, to have a good afterlife? I don't know. 
That's very kind no, of you. No, there's, there's no, like, code of honor for goblins, really. Uh, that was sweet of you. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah. See, I wasn't listening to all this. I've just been looting the bodies while you guys were talking. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I'll ask him. Did I find no, anything? He just says, um, he calls you bastards for killing Dern, and he says he hopes you go down into the pits and die down there with the rest. Aw. Do I find anything on all the other bodies that I was looting while they were talking? Yeah, for sure. Is there any other questions, or does that pretty much sum up? You let him die now? I feel like we should give him, like, a, just put him out of his misery. Oh, I would love to finish the job. Do it, go. Do it. All right, I pat him on the shoulder, and I say, all right, here it comes. Strike him down. And then I behead him with my battle axe. <laughs> I pat him on the shoulder and I pat him with my battle axe. You said I behead him. Oh, I thought you said I pat him with my battle axe. Here you go. <laughs> I hack at the neck area. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Very good. So, um, Thorn, you're going to go and do the looting. So yes. I'll just take care of So I have that, that ring of what's his name? What, one of the Hugh Crellies. We don't know which one. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I will get to Dern's body, but um, first I will do the two the two door guards mm-hmm. that you killed. They have an apple. You have succeeded. You can go home. <laughs> yeah, so the two door guards, um, they kind of had like a matching getup between the two of them. You know, they were similarly painting painted. And when you when you check them out, you see one of them was wearing silver earrings set with moonstones, hmm. and the other one was wearing a matching necklace of moonstones. Uh, there's two earrings, each worth twenty gold approximately, and the necklace would be about fifty gold. Um, each of these guys does have like a crude shield and and uh, sword. Um, be very common, and they're very ill-kept. Yeah, I don't care about the armor and stuff. Okay. Okay. The guy that you interrogated doesn't really have anything on him. I wouldn't have had time to loot him while they were interrogating him anyways. (laughs) Yeah. But Dern does. So Dern has... um, It's the Hukreli family symbol, um, but if you inspect the ring... You'll see Talgan's name engraved on the side of the band. And the splint armor that he is wearing is also designed with Hukreli um, family signets on it. I'm going to strip the armor off and give it to Hugo, who said that we had to bring the stuff back to the Hukreli family. Uh, The chief also has a key, a large iron key, and uh, a single vial of antitoxin. I feel like we're going to need this antitoxin for the, uh, the, the (laughs) (laughs) yeah. So those are the, the bodies that were in this room. Yeah, you can pretty much, I will say there is the pile of all that furniture and crap that you saw when you first like came into here. Oh yeah. Anyone want to search the furniture and crap? There might be a nice chaise. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Are you asking for, like, help to do that check? No, I'll just do it. Okay. 
So if you're gonna go, it'll take a little bit of time, and I'd like you to first roll a perception check. Okay. 18. Um, with the 18, you toss over some old furniture, uh, you move a wheel wagon, and um, you see the shimmer of a fine agate statue of the elven deity Corellan Lotharian. This would be worth about 30 gold pieces. Um, you also managed to find a medium chain shirt that is still in decent condition. What would that do for my AC? I'd have to look that up. Okay. But it might be good. Um, <laughs> other than that, at best, there's some assorted, like, basic gear. Um, if there was anything that you were, like, particularly looking for, pretty much any general gear item, like a really basic shield or, or a basic sword or maybe, like, a dagger or two might be found there. But nothing of, of real significant worth. I let everyone know once I've purge the things I want that they can pick through if they want a weapon or something. Okay. And then other than that, just to clear things up, that's most of the room. Things are nice and quiet. And the only thing remaining is the room that Dern was in. When you take a look at this, this was clearly uh, the chief's quarters. Um, in this room, there is a circular shaft that pierces the floor uh, the room is about 40 feet diameter with a domed roof. There's dim violet light shining out of the shaft, um, which reveals sickly white and gray vines that coat the walls of the shaft. Um, there's four lit wall torches set around equidistance in the room. And there's a crudely fashioned stone throne that sits against the curve of the northwestern wall. A large iron chest serves as the throne's footstool, and a sapling grows in a wide stone pot next to the throne. You said the word shaft so many times, and I had to bite my tongue. Good job. <laughs> there were vines, like veins? Sickly going on the white vines on the shaft. <laughs> Sickly purple light on the shaft. <laughs> so much shaft. I was trying so hard. <laughs> Um, uh, can I examine the tree? Yep. You go up to, to check it out. Do I need to roll something? Or? Uh, you can roll a perception check. Okay. 20. So you get up and just before you step right up to this thing, you notice it moves slightly. Um, a pair of strange eyes appear in the bark of the sapling and one of the branches swings out at you. Uh, there's little thorns all along the branch. How fitting. Uh, it, <laughs> it misses you, and it's still kind of anchored in its pot. Um, but this thing is alive. Back out of the room? <laughs> it can't really move from its pot or anything. You don't feel like it's like too much of a threat as it is. But Yeah, but I'm going to back out of the room and say, uh, that plant tried to kill me. Our... our- Blights like um, fairies, aren't they? Did are they in terms of nature? Like, are they like a neutral creature? These are evil creatures. They're neutral evil, I guess, but they are still evil. And so, it's an awakened plant. Mm -hmm. It resembles a woody shrub, 
Um, when they're big enough, they can pull up their roots and move around. Um, and it uses its branch to, to like, it twists them together to form, you know, arms and hands. But it can also use the thorns on it to uh, obviously do some stabby little damage. It's a natural creature. I, I'm just trying to... I, I think of something like in terms of character for, for Cass, because Cass is very in tune with nature and basically like furbolgs are sort of guardians of nature and nature mm-hmm. is, is of the you know utmost importance to them. So I'm thinking if it's like an evil creature that's natural, would Cass kind of look at these things as being sort of uh, like abominations, sort of? I do have a My- question. My best bet for like how you would interpret it, yeah. you 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 plant loving person that you are, mm-hmm. it, it's almost like what a skeleton or a zombie would be. Like this thing is unnaturally yeah. awakened. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, you know, this is that's kind of what I that's what I thought doing, too. You're also you know, against the laws. That's what I thought too. Okay, so oh, good question. I mean, I do have speech of of, of beast and leaf. Mm-hmm. Good okay, old I'm gonna go up Spibili. and after hearing um, <laughs> Spibili, after hearing Thorn say that, I'm gonna go in and try and talk to the. Th- well, no, I can't understand it. I think it can only understand me with that. Let me hang on one sec. Uh, blah 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 blah. You can communicate. They can understand the meaning of your words, but I can't understand them in return. No. Um, with your skill, why don't you roll me a nature check? Okay. That is a natural one. <laughs> okay. With yeah, your you don't skill. find a way to make it work. I was going to try and combine a nature check with your skill to mm. create something, but you weren't able to adapt your ability to work in this case. Yeah, after after hearing Thorne talk about the thing, I'm going to go in and basically I, I'm going to walk up to it and uh, I'm going to try and just like s- grab it and just like snap it in half. Okay, make an attack roll against it. Um, so what am I gonna? Uh, I guess if you're not using a weapon. Just roll just like your a strength. D20. Okay, just uh, a D- straight D twenty. D twenty. You can add your strength modifier to it. Oh <laughs> yes. Uh, what's my strength? My strength is zero. Okay, nineteen. Okay, so yeah, you managed to connect. Um, why don't you roll? Well, you roll a D8 on this one. He's not a, you know. That's a six. A six? Yeah, so you managed to, you know, rip this shrubbery in half. And uh, it loses its... Uh, it's no longer animated. I just throw it throw it on the ground and walk away. Yep. Great, so that's dead, and it's just the throne and this um, iron chest as the footstool that was there, and the big... Creepy white vine covered shaft in the middle of the room. <laughs> yeah. Good, good job, guys. Is anyone gonna check out this chest? Yes. I feel like I feel like um, Thorn giving me the armor was a bit passive aggressive, so I'm standing in front of the chest. <laughs> and I say you can you can check out the chest when you give me the rings, both of them. They're going back to the families. The only one ring belongs to the families. Incorrect. If, if we can't find any of Caracas's family, then you can have Caracas's ring. But we know that the Hucreli family is still alive. 
please. Fine. I'll I'll give you the twenty gold. I'll, I'll trade you the twenty gold coins for both of the rings. Mm-hmm. How about that? Okay, and I get first crack at the chest. Proceed. I need a bigger sheet for all of the loot that I'm stealing. As <laughs> you need a separate, a separate yeah. sheet. For I really like. I'm writing all over my sheet. I need to make a new one. <laughs> all right. Make sure you add twenty gold. Oh, what? Just add it to where no, your gold is. No, because there's more things here, and I have to just redo okay. it. So, right. Check the chest. I check the chest. You're just gonna try and open it. I'm gonna look at it first because <laughs> you <laughs> made me second guess my answer. Just a minute. Check the chest. I don't know. <laughs> okay, roll roll a check for me then. Yeah, I check for what's on the chest. <laughs> What are you looking for on the chest? Then? Just Describe if it it's me. like not a chest, or <laughs> roll a perception check, or if it like has a trap or like anything on it. I guess <laughs> you know if it's gonna kill me. Oh jeez, twenty one. Yeah, it's an iron chest. There is what looks like a lock on it. What um, looks like a lock? Yeah, it's got like a padlocky thing kind of on the front of it. Uh, do another check investigation this time for me. I rolled a natural one. It's a lock chest. All right, so <laughs> I guess the big guy, right? with my knowledge... You got a key. Yeah, you got yeah. a key. Does the large iron key fit it? It slides right in. Yeah, yeah it does. I turn the key. All right. <laughs> As you turn the key, a needle extends three inches straight out from the lock and stabs you in the hand for <laughs> one piercing damage. That's cool. Uh, can you make a constitution saving throw? Oh, shit. Yeah, I can. Anyone got any of that antitoxin? <laughs> <laughs> I rolled oh, a natural yeah. 20. Okay, so you get stabbed for the one point. Uh, you feel like a slight burn, but uh, you don't get poisoned. Cool. And the hinge... Uh, unlocks and the lid pops open a little bit. So inside of this chest, because I'm sure you're going to loot it, yep. is a wonderful sack of 231 gold coins oh and yeah. two onyx gems that you would guess are worth about 30 gold each. Man. Guys, when I come out of here, I'm buying myself a boat. <laughs> and it says, Who's a loser now, Dad? <laughs> <laughs> It says, for the site. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'm going to say this is pretty cleared out. Uh, you can tell that there's spooky sounds and just general uncomfortableness coming from the shaft, but there is like a door to this room. And the goblin, where all the goblins were living, there's still leftover, you know, like bedding and basic supplies. It would be very easy to make camp in this room. And short rest for like 20 minutes at least? Short rest or a long rest would both be possible. Mm, I feel like a long rest. A long rest would be good. My slots. Right, so you can put a little bit of effort into it, uh, rummage through some supplies, get a bit of a campfire going, and um, whatever bedding you guys would want to set up for yourselves. Okay, before we we take our rest, I cast Good Berry. (laughs) Nice. With my last remaining spell slot. (laughs) 